Hey folks, welcome back to the Grad Life podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by PwC, Grad Life's partner, and a great place for anyone uh, earlier in their career to start their career. No matter what stage in college you're actually at, first year, final year, anywhere in between, if you go to www.pwc.ie forward slash student, you'll be able to see all of the different programs and campaigns they've got, got going on for students, which could be really, really useful for you in upskilling, getting a bit of visibility into the working world and what you will and won't like about um, different jobs. So well worth having a look there. Today, we're very lucky to have Sarah Madigan with us, who is a HR manager focusing on early careers uh, in PwC. So Sarah, thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. So I want I wanted to be honest, make the most of this time with you and like get as much information out of you as possible for any of the students listening who are interested in a career in P PwC and a career full stop. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're gonna learn here, I think is gonna be applicable across the board, um, but obviously with a, a PwC slant on it. Um, one thing I'm interested in probably starting off with is I read an article yesterday from the CEO of LinkedIn who was saying that the grad uh, recruitment or grad hiring market globally is now back to pre-COVID levels. So it's actually come way healthier, which is such good news to everyone listening here that there are just as many jobs going now and people are hiring. The hiring freezes are mostly over. Is this something you're seeing as well? Yeah, Mark, it is, and it is great news, I think, um, across the board for everyone. So yes, it's definitely something we're seeing. Um, we're really lucky, I suppose, from our perspective with PwC in Ireland, we kept going with our graduate recruitment. We had our um, standard number of joiners who joined us last year. Some of them may have been a little bit later in joining compared to normal times, um, but we did have the same number join us as we would have had the previous year, and we're aiming for that again this year. So most of our New joiners will join us now in the autumn of this year. Um, and yeah, we are really seeing really, really strong recruitment, which is great, obviously, from our side. And then I know I even have been speaking to some of the other accounting firms or professional services firms, and they're all reporting the same. So it's great to see that for graduates and I think for businesses to see that they're starting to take back on such a high level of graduates again. Totally. Um, it's, it's a huge kind of game changer. One, like, I'd imagine a lot of the students were very kind of anxious about it because they didn't think there were as many jobs and hopefully that anxiety is now gone. I'd imagine there's a second anxiety still floating around and that like, is this jobs market going to be totally different to what they've been used to and prepared for before? So how would you expect the post-COVID job market to be different to pre-COVID, if, if different at all? Yeah, I think... It is going to be different and um, probably at every level, not just at the graduate level, but um, yeah. summer internships, anyone's doing work placement or anyone in more experienced hire roles as well. So I think the recruitment landscape and working landscape has probably changed for everybody. Um, one of the biggest changes that we're obviously seeing within PwC is that we're moving towards a much more hybrid working environment. So we would have always had flexibility and, and that would have been a big part of what we worked so you know whatever in terms of people's work what worked for them their client their team they could be flexible but now that's come out I don't know if you actually saw it it was a maybe two weeks ago our managing partner Fergal O'Rourke has come out to say that we're going down the hybrid model specifically so uh, people will be expected in the office maybe two to three days a week depending on what they're working on and the time of year and different busy times or quiet times and then they'll be able to flex their time for working from home for the other days 
Um, so I think that will be a huge change for graduates joining. Um, one of the things that we're seeing is that some people are really happy and really want to work from home. And then there are some people who maybe working from home doesn't suit them or they don't have the right space to work from home. So the office is still available for that, which I think is great. Um, I think it's also probably shown for people around, there's lots of people who are maybe changing courses that they're doing or changing something that they're doing just because it's given them a little bit of time to think about what they really want to do. So we are seeing that and we're seeing some people coming to us to say, you know, I hadn't thought about professional services before, but now I am really interested in it, which is great. Um, so I would say for people, if it has, I suppose, made your made you change your mind or have a different decision about what you'd like to do, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to any firm or any career prospect that you're interested in to see if that's still something that you could do. Yeah, that is, um, it, it's definitely a benefit. One thing, and I'll take this chance to kind of give my advice on this to students, just, and this isn't official PwC advice by any means. This is just my own general kind of take on it. Being a grad, it sounds cool and class being able to work from home and that sort of thing. But being a grad, like your first job, if it was me, I'd think I'd want to be in the office to A, meet people and build a network, B, kind of learn through osmosis from what's going on around the place, and C, then develop professional habits. Because if you'd never worked before and you're used to probably doing college from home and you know realistically not tuning in as intently, it might be actually a really hard thing to do, to master at the start. And you know, you get good at your job, that's one kind of part of becoming a worker, but becoming good at being a professional and a, and a, and a worker, I guess, is a, probably a different challenge. And I'd worry about some people doing that from home right from the get-go, as opposed to after a few years, once they've got a network and a certain degree of mastery under their belt. Um, do you have anything to say on that? I, I know, you know, you might necessarily want to reflect official PwC positions here, but um, anything I'm missing there, do you think? No, I think that's really a um, good point, Mark. And I think it really depends on, like you said, for graduates, it's so important to be able to learn from osmosis, build your network. Um, and such a big part of what we do is all around coaching and training. And that's a really, really big part of our firm. So I do think it's trying to develop that if you're in the office or on client side or at home. And I think it, that's why the hybrid model will hopefully work really well because you get that little bit of mix of both. I know, you know, even there are some people who are probably keen to work from home full time, but then you get to miss out on that networking piece and really that coaching and learning from people on the job. Um, so I think it is really important for graduates to have a think about what would suit them. And again, you know, is your working environment the right setup to be able to be productive in, um, you know, if it's at home? I think that's another thing that's really important. And it's it's fine if it's short term, but if that's your long term option, really thinking about what that setup looks like and how that can work for you. Yeah, I agree. I've just realized one thing I did overlook is that these these people were students doing their exams and doing final years. Yeah, home, so they're they're probably, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, God, I would have been I would have been up, up the creek, I think, if it was me back in the day. But um, yeah, thankfully it wasn't. So how will how will this affect uh, the job application process? Do you think there'll be a certain element of you'll need to be maybe more digitally skilled and less, you know, less uh, proficient at presentations or anything like that? Or, you know, what way do you, does the application process and the skills um, profile evolve now with this? 
I don't think it will change the application process. You know, application processes may change over the next while, more so just due to changes in the general landscape. Um, I think most students and graduates that we're seeing are really digitally enabled anyway. Um, The piece around presentation skills, I think that's still important because you may, again, be doing presenting online virtually or you will still have client work or or work in the office that will involve that. Um, I think there's probably the piece as well for the application process specifically around as people are applying. So there may be options to do virtual interviews to say, for example, if they're interviewing, we would have people who might be interviewing for a place in our Dublin office, but they might may live outside of Dublin so that they don't need to travel so that they could do a virtual interview where they could fit it in around college times or exams or things like that. So that might make things a little bit more flexible for people from an application specific point of view. Um, I think the skills digitally enabled is really important, but it has been for the past few years. I don't, maybe COVID has pushed that on a little bit more, but it, it has been such an important part and especially for us from a PwC perspective, but we do see most of the grads and undergrads who apply to us have really, really strong digital skills already. Interesting. So I, I do want to go back to the application thing, but this skills thing, it blew me away with interviewing your different grads to write this program with um, all, they were coming from all the different divisions really, but the skills they had, the tools they used were totally alien to me when I was at their age. And I honestly just couldn't believe that there was this, step change like a huge change between the level they're at at that age now and the level i was at or any of my peers were at at that age when did that step change take place and obviously it's been architected very well by pwc and upskilling these young people so quickly when did that take place and what was the kind of thinking behind that yeah i think um as you said, you got the chance to speak to some of our own graduates already. And there's been so many great opportunities in PwC that we've all been really lucky to be a part of. So we had our, have our digital academy, um, which is, has been across the whole firm. So everyone has had a chance to get involved in that. And I know that you mentioned about some of the different programs that people have been involved yeah. in and upskilling. So it, it's not just people who are working in the really technical or digital space. Everybody has had an opportunity to do that and bring it in and is really encouraged, I suppose, to bring it in as part of their own role. So that's been really great. And um, one of the, I suppose, pieces around the digital side is that our aim is to be the um, most tech or the most digitally enabled professional services firm in Ireland. And I think that being one of the aims has really pushed this on and really progressed it. Um, so the landscape, I would say, within PwC has definitely been changing for the past few years. Um, but overall, we're seeing it in the grad market probably for the last, I'd say, maybe two to three or three to four years where this is a really big requirement for grads from a company's perspective. But we're also seeing it for our graduates and our undergraduates asking us about it. So what chance will I get to use my digital skills? What courses can I do? How can I upskill? You know, where will my digital fitness be when I finish the program? And that's something that we're seeing more and more questions coming in on. And we're really lucky that we're in a position that we are so digitally enabled that even things like COVID, you know, we were all able to transition to working from home really quickly and really easily in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. So I think that's been really great. Um, So, yeah, I think it's been changing over the last few years and probably just accelerated in the last year or two again. 
I, I was honestly just amazed by it. And I'd imagine it's a huge selling point for you guys as, a, as an employer to prospective employees that you are going to get a serious set of skills here that you just won't be able to get elsewhere. One thing I'm wondering about is how do people sell themselves into you as prospective employees and grads? Do they try to flaunt their different digital skills or what are you looking for? What are you now taking for granted that maybe stood out a couple of years ago, say people's ability to analyze data or use SQL or use Excel even, that kind of thing. What's the, what's the standard now? What are the expectations digitally? I think you know, it, it's it's nearly just added on to what the expectations were before. So you're looking for people who are digitally enabled, are digitally curious, have built on that throughout college, have strong experience, technical experience, but can also learn quickly. So you don't need to know everything right now. And we don't expect everyone joining to know how to do everything in terms of systems or any of our technical programs. But it's about being willing to learn, I think, being open to that. And um, so that's really important. The other skills then, they've always been important around teamwork, communication skills, um, you know, being curious, being ambitious, up for a challenge. I think they're the things that we're always looking for um, and they haven't changed. And we're so lucky that we see that through all of the graduates we meet and the undergraduates. And they're all coming forward with really, really strong skills. Yeah, okay. And that's kind of like regardless of what background they're coming from, because another one, that, another thing that struck me is that we had uh, Chloe Connolly Carney, who is uh, came from zoology, and then we had Sean Finn, who's a Limerick hurler and came from totally different academic backgrounds. What what joins two people like that together? I mean, what is it that transcends whatever uh, course you do or educational background you come from that does say yes, you're a PwC person, we'll take you in? Yeah, I think that's a really good um, example, even with those few people that you got to meet. So we look for people from all degree disciplines and you know we have people with business commerce backgrounds but then they could be coming from zoology pharmacy we have people from history and people doing nursing anything that they may join us the biggest thing is one a desire to work in professional services that's obviously so important that that's what you want for your career Um, and then I think it is the digital piece the communication ambitious um, a team worker, a team player, that's really important because all of our work is so team orientated. Um, so I think it's all of that coming together to bring in the right person rather than someone who's just come down the specific, you know, accounting or commerce route. Obviously, that's still really important for us, but we do look at all degree disciplines um, and it's more about the person. Yeah, okay. We're talking about how great it is that this whole digital thing and everybody's upskilling and that and they're, they're digitally native. I guess there's a flip side, and you hear this theory around this that the next generation probably aren't as good at in-person communication because they've grown up, you know, texting rather than writing, uh, texting rather than speaking one to one, using gifts instead of using their own, say, humor, this sort of thing. Do you see that, you know, come through in applicants? And is there anything that these applicants can avoid or or look to avoid or prevent themselves from falling into certain um you know holes there in terms of communication being well presented uh, that sort of thing yeah i think um one of the biggest things i'd say to people is really trying to be prepared so we probably see sometimes people maybe underestimate the amount of prep that you need to do for an for an interview um, around you know researching the company, what the roles are, what role you're applying to specifically, and really taking that seriously. 
So I think that's probably the biggest mistake that we would see with people that they just haven't really researched things properly. So they don't know exactly what they're applying for and then they don't, it comes across in the interview. Um, so I would say that's the biggest thing to really research why you're applying. Is it the right role for you? Are you really interested in it rather than just thinking about the, the this was long-term in terms of a company. Gotcha. So grad life is kind of meant to be uh, a research platform yes, exactly yeah. of that nature. Um, what else would you recommend they look at? I'm guessing the site will have a lot of information on yeah. the different. Yeah, yeah. I'd say our website, um, obviously, as you said, the podcast and grad life should be a really good tool. Talk to as many people as you can who are either working in PwC or similar organizations. Um, if you want to come in and you want to go and do your professional exams, you know, see if you have any exemptions from your college course, if there's anything that you can look at that way. Another really good thing is to look and see, you know, in the news, is there anything specific, any big new client signings, every any big new audit work that's been done? Because it's really good to be able to talk about that in your interview. Um, and then obviously as well, it really depends on what's happening in the world at the time. So COVID is obviously, you know, the impact of that in terms of the economy. At other times it could be the budget, it could have been Brexit, anything like that, and really have your facts and, and what your thoughts are on that in relation to the role that you're applying to. Yeah, I always, always talk about that, the ability to think independently and just have your own idea, even if they're just crazy ideas, it really doesn't matter. If you've come up with them yourself, and can articulate them well that's the key skill there because you know the craziness can be taken out of them and you're still left with that muscle to think for yourself and that that's i think uh, the thing that we need to see more of for sure yeah absolutely and i think that is you know there's the um coming up with the ideas and the creative piece and then like you said the articulation of that is really important as well and being able to actually articulate it in a way that other people can understand it for sure um, okay, well, look, as we approach time, there's a couple of quick fires I wouldn't mind asking you um, if you're if you're okay with it. So, yeah, no pressure, exactly. Uh, first one is, is there something, you know, you've seen probably now at this stage, maybe 10,000 odd students or grads apply yeah. for jobs. Sort of yeah. It's unbelievable. Is there something that you look at them and you go, God, like, if only they knew this or something, you know, you wish you knew as a grad. Is there anything that just jumps out to you and says, God, if only everybody knew this, things would go a lot better? Um, I think one of the things I definitely wish I'd known is around saying yes to opportunities. So, you know, not being afraid to say yes and put your hand up for something and, you know, be the one to say, I'd really like to do that or I'd like to get involved because I think you know, opportunities can come across your your door anytime and really grabbing them and making use of them and having that confidence in yourself to say yes I'd like to do that so I think that's probably my biggest piece is saying yes yeah. opportunities that come your way nice that's brilliant a link to that any advice that you've been given that you would like to pass on um I think one of the biggest things was well, two things one was about um, being confident and speaking up for yourself and and really asking for what you want um so one piece of advice to me was you, you're not going to get things if you don't ask for them. So I think that's a really, really good one to think about in your career. Um, and then another one is probably the old quote of fail to prepare, prepare to fail piece. And I think that comes down to what we had said or even around the interview prep. And I think that's really important, especially early in your career. 
um, as much as you can prepare for things and event all eventualities will really help. And someone said that to me once at the very start of my career and I still stand by it today. Yeah, that I couldn't agree more with that. Um, is there a book or resource that you would recommend people read, even if it's a fiction book, just that you think is really good? Uh, any books out there that you'd uh, recommend? Um, oh, I'm a big reader. I love reading. Um, I would say... I can't think of any books that I can say will be really relevant off the top of my head in terms of recruitment. I'm sure I'll think of something afterwards. But my favorite book that I've read recently that I have recommended to lots of people to read, it's a fiction book, is a book called American Dirt. Um, so I think I would just say that's my favorite one. So if anyone's looking for something good to read, I'd definitely recommend yeah. it. I haven't heard of it. Thanks. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then lastly, is there a quote that you live by? Um, what a quote. Um, I think I only have a corny quote, but it's the only one that I really think about. So I think I'll have to say it anyway. So I think the quote of be yourself because everyone else is taken is a really good quote to live by. You don't have to be the same as everyone else to do well. Everyone has their own unique things that they can bring to, especially to their jobs. So I think it's really about being yourself. And that's such a big thing that I've been really lucky and learned in PwC about you know, bringing yourself and being yourself in work. Um, I think that's really, really important one. And extremely relevant for grads as well. Yeah. Madigan, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. It was lovely to talk to you. Thank you.